listening to Chugga Talk with Ryan Murphy, a podcast by Pull Across Made Simple. This episode is brought to you by Saucy Farm, and I'm extremely excited to announce a huge event that's happening October 22nd through 24th at their place in Wiggins, Mississippi. It's the first ever Saucy Farm Sale and Polo Cross Incentive Competition. You heard it, the very first Australian stock horse sale of its kind in the United States, along with the first ever Australian stock horse only Polo Cross Incentive Competition. We'll also be having working equitation classes. There will be tremendous prizes and money to fight for. It's just going to be an awesome weekend to be a part of. Whether you have a first cross or a heritage Australian stock horse, you're invited to be a part of this tremendous event. Stay tuned for more information and please save the date October 22nd through 24th of this year. Saucy Farm and Australian stock horses, the breed for every need. You can find them on Facebook or call 228-263-0930. On this episode of Chucka Talk, you'll meet American twins Braxton and Garrett Hamlin, former U.S. team representatives at the World Cup. Listen closely for a ton of educational information and a barrel of laughs. Here on Chugga Talk, the goal is to shrink the pole across the world by connecting people together, and most importantly, to provide education by interviewing players from all over the world. So listen closely and enjoy. Welcome to the podcast. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. I know it's four o'clock there, but it's five o'clock here. So <laughs> definitely. That's definitely. why you that's why you chose this time. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. It's been, you know, it's definitely been a long time coming. Um, I have a lot of respect for you guys. Uh, you've been, we've been in Mortal Kombat for the last few months. And uh, you guys really do pull across right. And you've represented the United States in a, in a wonderful way. And so I wanted to kind of talk through your story and how you got started. And then get into, you know, some of your experiences that you've had. Um, but I, 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 I think back to this is after you got started, but as you were preparing for the 2015 World Cup, you guys had a ton of horses going, and mm-hmm. I really yeah. felt like I really felt like that was the key. I, I had I had delivered a horse, and um, and I just seen what you guys had going on. You had, you had some questions for me, but you guys were really doing it right. So, can you take me back to then and what that was like? Um, how you were set up to in your mind to to succeed yeah you want to be or you want me to take it uh you can take it i'll jump in yeah so it started kind of like just a hobby i guess mostly with anything um especially with polo cross i mean you have to be so heavily invested into a sport like that um you know it's not like tennis where you can just go grab a, a racket but you know we had horses before we started but we all we did was trail ride you know we didn't Camping trips. Did, yeah, camping trips, you know, never really did anything horse sport related at all. Um, but one of dad, I mean, you know, dad being the farrier, we, uh, he had a connection. That was Barbara Fisk. We, we, we shot horses for it. Just randomly one day, I think we were probably 14. 13. 13. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Almost turning 14. And we went to our first practice, you know, so we show up. Well, you know, before, horses. before that, um, 
dad got asked to cover the tournament to be a farrier, the farrier tur- or oh, tournament that's farrier. Right. That's right. I forgot all about that. And yeah. and dad dad was expecting to see like you know, just like D graders out there trotting around throwing a ball. <laughs> and that's what it was. The first game, eight o'clock. Just a D grade game. He's like, Yeah, that's pretty much what I expected. Then after the nine o'clock game, the ten o'clock players come out and they're warming up. And he's like, Oh, these guys are a lot better. And it was A grade. And you I'm I'm pretty sure you were out there, Robbie, Raul, like just throwing around making these long passes, kept like like warming up proper and then all of a sudden first lineup and he's just sees people just running like all out making pickups, passes, goals, quick, and he just instantly instantly fell in love with it. And then that's the next weekend was our very first practice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And and uh anyway, we uh we show up to our pra- our first practice. We're on these four. They don't know how to neck range. You know, they don't know what a leg heel is, you know, if they've got long yeah. manes, wearing western saddles. It was, you know, the the, the worst of the worst that you see, yeah. you know, in terms of, you know, like A grade pull across, you don't see anything like that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we show up, you know, we fell in love. And at the time, we, me and Braxton were already invested in, you know, other sports. Like, we were, we loved baseball. We loved golf. We played baseball and golf for our high school team. You know, so we chased that for a while. But we still played throughout high school, obviously. But, you know, we got up into, like, D grade, C grade, B grade. And then it was time for, like, our first time to go to Texas. And we were, like, we finally got some good horses. And, Hands down, we could not. I'm going to give a shout out to our dad, but you know, it is a. I mean, everyone knows it's a family oriented sport, but you know, the horses that we got, the horse flesh, you know, it was all our dad yeah. at the beginning. You know, later on, me and Braxton ventured off and found some horses, but you know, everything we learned in terms of what to look for in a horse for athletic athleticism, stuff like that, we all got from our dad. Yeah. Um, and he really helped us out so much at the start. But I remember that going back to Lone Star, it was our first time going out there. We really wanted to play A grade. You know, everything on the East Coast, we were like winning in B grade, winning, winning, winning. And we really wanted to play A grade. And I remember Dory, she had like kind of taken us under her wing at that point. And she was really the first really, really good player who we would like, we'd make sure we're field side whenever she's playing. We wanted to watch. She'd coach us during our games. And she told us, I remember, she goes, well, and I think uh, Gene was uh, Gene and James was there. Was that right, yeah, Rex? That, that that was yeah. our first time meeting the Hacklins. That's right. Yeah. They were there. Wayne is this seventeen? There. No, this is no, twenty. No, no. I think this 13. was. Yeah, like yeah, twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. So, okay. Some Aussie, Aussies came. Some South Africans came. Yeah. Um, it was a little tour, and I mean, we we played B grade because that's where they put us, and I mean, we were we won like twenty two to two every game. <laughs> yeah. And, but but, oh, but if we were in A grade against these foreigners we would have been getting beat by 20 yeah we, yeah, we were probably gonna get dominated yeah. more than likely. but that was like our first time getting to see like real top level polo cross you know we saw raul playing a grade you know and all that and that was great but i mean lone stars just especially back then they were dominating um and they still are at, at a lot of tournaments but especially having the international that was our first time seeing international players play you know and yeah. um for example, like I think Dory had one green horse coming along. It was like a little paint horse. And we knew how much training that horse had on it just from talking to Dory. And we saw James go out and he's playing on this horse who he's never practiced. And he's, you know, making people look silly on this horse that's played polo cross for not long at all. And zigzagging just, through people. Just mind mind blowing stuff. And you know, ever since then, you know, we were we were already bit with the polo cross book. But after that, you know, our we, we all kind of realized like 
this is 90% horse, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it really is. You can put a great player on a terrible horse and a mediocre player on an amazing horse. And they're probably going to come out on top, you know? Yeah. Um, and when that, when we realized that, you know, dad, you know, he has a lot of connections through, through the, uh, the farrier world. He has a bunch of clients and he just kind of, he kind of took off with just finding any t- like athletic horse, even right. if it had a problem, like Beamer was was used to be my top horse, and she. Long story short, she was a barrel horse, but got T bone at, at her first meet, and people were just warming up, and was afraid of horses. And so my dad got her and retrained her, and then then she's played top A grade for four or five years, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I will say about your dad Sloan, he's he's a student of of horses, and I'm sure you absolutely. I mean, I, uh, he had seen, he had seen a horse out there that, you know, he'd seen my horse out there and then he realized it was turning one way better than the other. And then he realized, oh, that, you know, that's Murphy's horse or whatever. Yeah. So he notices a lot of things. And I, um, and you know, I just think being a student of the game so much, I'm sure that's, that's how you guys approach it as well. You mm-hmm. guys are so analytical. Um, so basically, so you get up to Lone Star and, you see, you know, what, it, you know, you see that top level, you see, you realize it's going to be horses. So this is about 2013. Yeah. And then had you already, had they already started uh, tryouts for the world cup at that point? So that's when, after the Texas tournament there at Lone Star, that's when Dory, we yeah. got invited to join the long list. Uh, and, we, okay. and, and we were like, I remember thinking, we're like, what? Like, no, we're not good enough. <laughs> and Dory's like, y'all yeah. are young yeah. kids that are like improving and if y'all put the work in, y'all could definitely make and it. And honestly, and- think thinking sorry to interrupt you, but uh, looking back, we, it, it probably I mean Dory did she played a huge role in getting oh, not huge. just not just us getting on and making the team, but you know we were so new to that top level. I mean, um, it it was kind of scary to think about. Like we were so new, we were like there's no way we can we can hang with these guys and girls up in A grade, and she's the first one that really like. Yeah, you know, grabbed us, put us aside, and said, "Hey, this is an actual thing that could happen." And yeah. ever since it became a reality, we're like, "This can happen." That's when we started grabbing a bunch of horses, training them up, and you know, we were riding anything that moved. I remember, like, my first A grade in Ocala. You know, and again, this is a, a big, big shout out to Dory Johnson. But you know, somebody went out on an A grade team, and I was just idly standing by, and she knew I was wanting to get better. And she just threw me in on this horse I've never touched, never played, didn't know anything about, and just went in and played A-grade. That was at my first A-grade tournament. And it's it's a lot of stuff like that. It's real small, and a lot of people don't think about it, but you got to have that kind of mindset, especially when you're doing any kind of international play, in my opinion. It, it, that, hands down, changed our games. If we're going, just riding anything that can take rats in a saddle and take a stick and just go do stick work, you know, go play – a chuck or, or two on a horse you never touched, you know, it, it's stuff like that that you really yeah. start to get better. Yeah. Because you, you do see a lot of players that uh, they are, they, they get a hand me down, a grade horse. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that's what happened with Lone Star a lot. They, they had a lot of tremendous horses and they would hand them down. They'd end up on the East coast. Um, but, you know, there's one thing to just have this great horse that takes you, you know, so far, but if you can't handle adversity, if you can't handle, a different kind of horse you're in a lot of trouble when it comes to international and so do you feel like 
you know, once you started grabbing up all these horses and doing everything you could to number one, figure out how to train them correctly, but uh, get the most out of them. Uh, do you think that was your one key? Um, it sounds like that's what you're saying. Your one key yeah. test building up to world cup. Um, but then what about, and as they say in South Africa, getting blooded, I know that you guys had, you had gone to WA, but what had you, you know, tell me about that experience, your first trip overseas. Uh, yeah, if, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that was 2013, the Oz tour. Yeah. Um, we went and stayed with the Coopers. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were, we, we just turned eight or we were 18 coming 19. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Around there. Yeah. No, it was a lot of fun. I, w- I mean, I, that, that's what started our polo cross career. I think like that was our first international experience playing against people we've never seen riding horses that we've never seen or, you know, never even seen video clips of this horse or anything like that. Just getting on it and Jane Cooper just, just hollering at us. Ride oh, the horse. Awesome. Just, just ride down. it. Just play. Just play. Awesome. Figure yeah. it out. Don't try yeah. to school the horse. The horse will play. Just figure it out. And, and, right. and I think uh, that was a big, like, just like Rex said, that's kind of what started it all. We were still not super new to the top level, but, you know, we, we weren't exposed like some some people have been like exposed one to the season inter- international. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we we go over there, and I remember my first match. You know, again on a horse I never played, and or, or got to practice or anything, and we were in like B grade, and we we're getting smoked. And I'm like, holy cow, this is yeah. we've got nothing. You know, we've got nothing. And like our really A grade is nothing like their B grade. Yeah, the and it, it really opened my eyes because. Um, here, I thought I was, you know, pretty decent, you know, and but riding great horses, you know, you're going to have that feeling. And having Jane, just like Braxton said, I mean, she really opened up my eyes because um, I, I, I rode a couple, several different horses in, throughout the tournaments that we were there. And I just, it, it was a very humbling experience. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm always trying to work on my riding and trying to get the most out of horses now. I'm, I, I still have a long way to go, but I think that was like my first actual time seeing like, oh, man, I need to, I need to, it's not just the stick work and the pole cross. I need to do Riding. this other stuff, you know. Um, yeah. And that, that, that's kind of what helped me out the most I think, from that Australia trip. Yeah, there's that. that's the thing about WA. If you go there, and you, especially if you have connections like Jane, um, you, you get to play B grade, A grade on great yeah. horses. If you go to New South Wales, it's not going to happen. Right. Uh, really? You might have to be on a junior test. You know, you might have to do a junior test to get, you know, that top level. Um, it's hard to just go to New South Wales just because of the way they're set up, the number of players, you know, the club rules and things like that. Yeah. So that, um, I went in 2010 and I went straight into A grade. We made the final. Um, and But it you feel like you're kind of, in slow motion everyone's just flying around you at least that's oh yeah that first chukka but if you've never felt that then you know like like you said garrett you know you get a little bit comfortable or you, you know you making you're you know you, you do things that you wouldn't you know you shouldn't be doing but you get yeah. away with it here that's the hardest exactly. part i mean that's the biggest challenge we have is you know the level of competition <clears throat> the level of competition um so you were both in world cup together yeah for that one and uh what positions did you predominantly play in that one um 
like preparing for the World Cup or at the World Cup? At the World Cup. So, I mean, to be honest, I wasn't sh- sure how we were even going to line up, like yeah. going going into it. Um, I was like, I've been training to play a three, you know, for these past for the past couple of years, and then the trials. I think were six months before the <clears throat> before the World Cup or something. Very close. So, like going into it, I didn't even know how we were lining right. up. And then the day before the game, Narelle tells us our positions. And, and I'm starting out as a three. And so I, I had no clue until like the night before the game, <laughs> which is pretty wild. And like, cause I'm like nervous, like my first world cup, like, yeah. am I, am I going to play at all? Like, mm. you know, we, got, we have, yeah. we have two people who've been on, been on the world cup team, Seth and Ryan. I was like, just picturing both them as the one and three, then me and Garrett will pop in as a two. Right. But yeah. That's- I, I played a three most of the time. I didn't play against South Africa. Um, I got benched. <laughs> got benched. No, yeah, no, I, I mostly when I did go in, I would play a two in the middle. I think I played a, a one kind of toward the end of the World Cup. Yeah. Um, well, but don't we, mostly a two. Yeah. Well, don't we have to, we have to back up there because you said you got benched, but didn't you get wrecked by New Zealand? Yeah, I got, got hammered by oh, – what was his name? Got an uppercut from Number Mike two. Tyson, I think. Okay, yeah. you, you have to tell that story. Uh, it's it happened. There's no, you know. Oh yeah, you're, you're just telling a story. Don't feel like don't worry um, about saying the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, so I was. <laughs> I remember. I, I remember running into the area or trying to get to the area because the one was coming in, and their two was like, "Nope, you're not getting to my one." And he just comes in, marks me up, and in my memory, he just like rips his right rein, but the horse like just didn't turn into me. He just like went straight up. And the horse's pole came up and hit me, drilled my chin, right? And I remember bouncing off the back of my horse, like, for a couple strides, like, my back just bouncing off his, his butt. Mm. And, and I pull myself up, and I'm just like, I'm not sure what's going on. Like, is, there's the, there was no whistle. Like, play didn't stop. <laughs> the umpires didn't see it. And I'm just like, I, I mean, I have blood gushing down my chin. Horse, yeah. yeah, yeah. And – I ended up having to get seven stitches on my chin after that game. Mm. Yeah, there was wild. no no apology. Um, I think I think he shook my hand he after the game and, sa- and said hello. <laughs> I mean, I said thank you. Sorry for the for the. Uh, no, so I'm, I'm on the sideline. Braxton probably doesn't know this part of the story, but I, I'm on the sideline, and this is during the, the women's chucka. You know, Braxton's been looking at for a couple minutes, and you know, I talked to Braxton, and Narelle comes up to me and. She's like, she's like, he's your brother. You know him the best. Does he seem okay? And I, <laughs> I looked at her. I'm like, Narelle, he is nowhere near 100%. And she was like, okay, all right, cool. And didn't hear anything else about it. And can't remember what horse Braxton was on, but he was cleaning. Flash. Yeah, Flash. He was cleaning up out the back the whole match. And then he goes back in after the hit. And he's not even competing at the back. I, I remember I'm watching the videos now. Like I thought I was fine, you know. I mean, you're concussed. You don't know. Yeah, you think you're fine. And <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, but watching the videos, like after that moment, I was like, yeah, I don't think I was all there. You know, mm. I think uh, I probably should have set, set the bench. But but after so after the the chin hit, I went to mark someone up, and the, the I think it was number one. His knee hit my right below my kneecap on my like the outer side, 
right yeah. just right there just that was the first the first thing that hit me and i remember after that chuck up like i i couldn't move that leg for the rest of that chuck up and i hopped off and i couldn't even walk on it Gosh. i'm like i'm like using my horse as a crutch to like hop off of my leg trying not to show that like i can't walk but mm-hmm. like i remember just thinking how much pain it was and then i sh- i should have been like i can't i need to sit out for this this game you know but i i was doing so well I was like, I need, I need to play, but think about, think it back on it now. And that's, that's from having no experience in that situation. Like if that happens in the future, if I'm injured, know. if I don't think like, I, I literally couldn't even turn my horse right because I couldn't spur my horse with my left leg. Ugh. That's how much pain I was in. Um, mm. But, but, and then we lo- end up losing that last chukka and thinking, thinking back on it now, I should have, you know, pulled myself because no one knew how much pain I was in until, Right. You know, I told him. And I can't. Game. I can't remember what the score was, but going into the last chuck, I think it was a very. It wasn't a blow. It was a close game. I think we were up by. A that's couple. what I'm saying. So that and that's and they, a I think they won where, by one or two. That's a situation where if you do take Braxton out, because you know he's not going to be competitive at the back anymore, or you can't turn right, et cetera. If you know that all that information in the moment, you know, and that again, like Braxton just said, that just comes from not a lot of experience in that situation yeah um you know we probably could have probably would have won the game um if we if we changed something up in my opinion but that's just the heat of the, heat of the moment you know it, it, it's hard to make it's you know hindsight's 20 yeah. it's hard to make calls like that on the fly yeah i've i've got a i'm gonna throw an ethical question at you um and i'm gonna give you a situation and this is a robbie brought this up to me the other day and i'm not trying to necessarily um uh, bring up old old stuff but we were at the world cup in 2011 and uh-huh. um you know that was the year that the u.s got fourth um and Woo. i don't think too many people know this um uh, we had we had <laughs> probably don't. in our in our pool we had to beat ireland and the uk to get there so you know it it's not it's not the level you know you guys are yeah the teams have gotten way better over time but the point is is that we were playing Zim, zimbabwe and uh they had handed in the wrong lineups or they'd start out with the wrong lineups and technically would have had to forfeit yeah. that game. And they ended up asking us what we wanted to do, what we thought. It had already happened. Yes. Yes. It had already happened. And basically it should have never come to us. They should have just made a ruling themselves. Yeah. Right. So the question is, had that been another country, let's say, I don't know, South Africa or something. And that same thing happened. <laughs> right. Or Australia. Yeah. Yeah. You'd say, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go easy the rest of this game. You know, we, we've got to exactly won. say some horse. Yeah. 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 And, but I mean, my mindset is, I mean, just because they gave the wrong lineup. I, yeah. They, if they have to forfeit, you win. But like, if we got beat, I mean, we got beat. I know you want to beat him on the field. Yeah. Which is what we said. Absolutely. Which yeah. is what we said, but you know, there's that ethical question. And yeah, you I know. World Cup, baby. What would other people do? Yeah, you sh- shouldn't have messed up. You know, you, <laughs> yeah. you should have gave your ride lineup. Think about it in terms of maybe if it's South Africa versus Australia, and it's not even the final, and that they know that they might they might end up in the final against each other. Because what was it, 2015? You know, there it happens every World Cup. But horses get taken out. Due to you know spur marks or 
rubs it from the, yeah. from the bits, you know, et cetera. Horse is everything, you know. So if South Africa's meeting Australia in game one or two, you know, well, they wouldn't meet each other in the final, I guess. But for that finals game, you know, you want as much horse as possible. So yeah, if yeah. you can get a forfeit and just, you know, take it super easy, you know, because some horses, you might, you might be on a quarter horse. Your main horse might be a quarter horse. You know, yeah. so you don't want it to be exhausted and tired. So if, I, if they, I mean, if there's a forfeit, like would the game continue or would it just be ended there? Well, they they'd ask, I don't know, but they'd ask this like after like halfway through the game. Yeah. So I just want to bring it up because it. I think you. I think we got second. I think we got second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty eleven. You heard it here first, baby. Yeah, you heard it here. No, no. no but, I, honestly, uh, yeah. in terms of, I mean, I think that's kind of stuff that you would do at like a tournament in your own country. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, not a World Cup. You definitely say, all right, you can forfeit, but we'll still play. I mean, it's yeah. it's not like it's not like you're blindfolded until the first throw in. Like you're walking up and seeing who's walking out. Right, right. You're going to World yeah. Cup. You gotta have. Yeah, tomorrow. yeah. I I, I would just played it. Has, has anything um, similar happened to you? I mean, these situational uh, things or in any of these matches? Like international or just anywhere? International. I mean, do you no. I can't no, really I think of anything similar mm-hmm. or? Um, um, uh, not really. Not really like a rules thing, I'd say. But one thing that did happen to me, um, and this is just something that would have been good to know uh, before it happened. But prior to the 2015 World Cup, we also got to do a UK test match. Mm-hmm. And that was our, like our second international thing. Um, and who knows? It might still could have happened, you know, but um, you never know. Again, hindsight's always 2020. But I'm playing this incredible horse, Chispa. At the time, oh, it was owned by a Joel Six. Legend. Very, yeah, extreme legend. Um, I believe she's an Argentine the horse, bread. by the way. Yeah, yeah, don't throw up the horse. Um, Argentine thoroughbred, super zippy, awesome horse, great out the front, hands down, one of the best horses I've gotten gotten in touch. Um, I was taking a break when Chucka Nick Ballow was on as a two on one horse, and it just didn't go well. It got thrown out because it was it it was deemed unsafe. First, like two minutes of that first two minutes of like yeah that horse Chucka, and then so there was a backup horse that was. Uses a backup for both pools just in case because you know if the horse goes out they need a backup pool for both pools. So yeah. in this backup pool was this horse that I guess it was kind of it wasn't super new but it never played A grade it played B grade but it just won like their golden pony at the nationals out the front I guess and so I go in on it and I guess when it was a, a yearling or when it was a baby it like broke its hip or something or I believe that's the story I was told. Yeah. So it kind of has a hitch in its, you know, gate at a yeah. trot. It, it looks so lame. Trotting, another horse, but yeah. it's right. sound. It's the normal gate. Right. Yeah. And I guess it's worse when you're going to the left. From what I was, from my memory of the horse, what I was told after, afterwards, and awesome horse, extremely fast. Still to this day, it's probably the fastest horse I've gotten to sit on. I mean, just like it was like 16 hands, super fast, insane horse. Um, but. I, I catch the ball, I got the front, I go down, I bounce to see my score. And I'm just looping around the goal and, you know, left lead, not going hard. You know, it wasn't slick or anything. Slips and falls. And it just, it's hind end just slipped. 
Boom. And I, that's when I broke my leg, actually. Oh. Um, He's and, on the ground crying. I'm, I'm over there wiping my ears <laughs> up. Okay, that's towel. where the twin, the, the twin, the twins are going out. Yeah. But, no, um, he, he wasn't crying, but I, I remember Robbie was like, Braxton, you're going in at, out the front. Go get your brother's jersey. We're going to put, I think it was Nick at the back and then yeah. Pete in the middle, but it doesn't matter. And I go over to him. He's on the ground just in pain. And I'm like, hey, I need your jersey. Uh, we're taking you out. He jumps up immediately. I don't know what it was. A, jumps up immediately. I, I don't know what it he was. goes. No, I'm good. He goes, put me in. And so <laughs> Robbie goes, all right, he's good. Next lineup snags it, sprints down the field, bounce you, scores, comes back I up. Did not Next turn lineup. left this time. Yeah. No, he didn't turn left. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was yeah, that's about it. So uh, so going back to your question, I think that's just that's something that would have been good to know. Because after I, after I was told, after I realized, oh, shit, this horse does have an issue or has a hitch or a weird thing, I did kind of notice it was – it did travel funnier or differently going to the left. Yeah, um, that was and the left side. Especially put – like I got pushed by um, um, Danny Dewig in the, in the area, for example, and he was on my left side. And he kind of – it wasn't really pushing behind the saddle, but his horse's hips were – really pushing into my horse's hips and the horse, I mean, it kind of, it didn't like go down, but you know, it was, I, I think if it was a, a, a different horse, it would have gotten, you know, pushed down like that. And I ended up losing the ball from it. Um, again, that, that's kind of really my only, I guess, experience with I wish you would have known something before um, or having something happen to you that you didn't know about. Yeah, because you combine the fastest horse you've ever been on with it might, you know, it's a little tough one way. It's yeah. got to. Right. Yeah. You don't want to pull that thing up that way. or Exactly. Kinda, yeah. Interesting. But I no. mean, I, I think it was just a freak accident. I mean, it could have no, went it, down because of the hip. It probably but, was. More than I likely mean, was. He, he scored a goal and was like loping left. And the horse just slipped and landed on the It table. was so weird. Yeah. Garrett so did, gets back from the hospital on crutches. It's broken. <laughs> oh God! So it uh, was it a clean break or was it worse? So it, it was just a, a, a the break was on like the bottom part of my tibia where it goes into your like your ankle, but um, I believe yeah, it's the, the deltoid ligament which is on the inner part of your ankle that where it connects to your tibia just got completely ripped off. Oh. It didn't the the tendon itself didn't get destroyed but I did have to have surgery just to reconnect that tendon. Um, and, you know, I, again, hindsight is twenty twenty. just like Braxton said earlier. I mean, my ligament could have been not as damaged before. And I played the rest of that chukka and I believe one more full chukka after that. So did I yeah. do more damage to it? And I mean, I, I think I still played decent in the chukka where it happened. I mean, but the he, last chukka, I, I don't think I was going to listen. This guy's walking around almost <laughs> sound. I, at the World Cup, I, I get my knee a little banged, didn't break. They x-rayed it, and I'm just, like, miserable, dead. But at this England uh, social test, he's walking around. I can't even tell he's limping, but he goes to the hospital after the game and ends up – it's broken. I'm like, how are you walking? Uh, like, Yeah. Well, yeah. then they take, they take my boot off, and it's like – swollen it was like a 350 pound deuce foot Jeez. you know it was it was quick i almost couldn't even get the boot off yeah um, you, you have a high t pain tolerance 
Uh, I do. Yeah, I definitely do. I, yeah. I do have to say with the, the twin connection, when he went down, I, I felt my ankle. I felt my ankle tweak a little bit. I'm he like, took some of the, I think it's broke. Some of the pain. I think it's broke. Yeah. So, uh, Garrett, you were the first one born. Is that correct? No. So, no, Braxton was. Oh, I was wrong. I'm just that. a better looking. Guy. Yeah. I'm a minute older. Hilarious. Okay. He's the, he's the baby of the family. <laughs> okay. So, did, uh, but who, I mean, yeah, he's bigger. Who, who he, he, he ate all the food. He ate no, all the food growing up. No, who matured? Fa- who matured faster? Maybe that's. Oh, dude, question. I was I was this size when I was like twelve years old. You know, I was yeah, in, yeah. I was that kid in little league baseball on the mound, pitching like seventy nine miles an hour you know, <laughs> on, a, on a little league mound. You know? Literally, I was that kid. Um, and Braxton was. It's funny because now you know when I was growing up, you know, great metabolism. I'm not old yet or super old. You know, I'm downhill to thirty now, but. Um, back then, you know, you could eat whatever you want, et cetera, you know, the normal stuff. Braxton, you know, lagged behind. He was a little bit smaller, you know, definitely. I weighed, I weighed 125 yeah. senior year of high school. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, another growth spurt after high school. I still see people I haven't seen since high school, like out every now and then. And they're like, holy crap, Braxton, you're, you're like, you're, you're, as big, you're bigger than me. They're like, <laughs> you're like, you've grown. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice to see you too, you know. And it actually, (laughs) nice to see you too, yeah. It actually worked out for Braxton because now he has metabolism of like a 14-year-old on steroids. I can't gain weight. And he's 28 and he can't gain weight, you know, and he's ripped like a UFC fighter. 155. Here I am. I think about eating a cheeseburger and I gain 30 pounds, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, the struggle's real for me. Um, It's it's a struggle for Yanni. It's a struggle for (laughs) Cody Campbell. I mean, <laughs> the best of the best have this struggle. Exactly. Uh, I mean, we could I make mean, we better have to have something that breaks us down. I'll take yeah. Cody off that list. But best of the best. Your dad, your dad's really into fitness and nutrition, right? Like big time. No. Um, no, n- no. Okay. Our uncle, he drinks about our thirty-seven. Uncle. Our uncle is okay. Yeah, he's, now, he does CrossFit. Now, do yeah. you guys go the low carb route when you ha- need to, or are you just like omnivores? Garrett, Garrett does. So I've, I've actually, I, my diet. first got Eat introduced food, to that food. from James, <laughs> James and Gene. You know, I kind of got introduced it from them. He's just kind of telling me, you know, no, absolutely no sugar, especially not in the coffee. But what I've been doing is I'll combine just like, yeah, no coffee in the sugar. Yeah, or sorry, no sugar in the coffee. No sugar, in the coffee. <laughs> but um, absolutely, like just don't try to get to where you can eat like two meals a day. And do low carb, you know that's what's helped me a lot. Because I, I, I did, when I was living before I got the job I have now, um, my diet was awful. I, get, I went up to like two hundred and twenty something pounds. Mm. You know, I, you know, I had a pretty good gut on me. You know, um, and then I did that, and it's extremely effective. It's just hard as hell to to stick to, in my opinion. You know, once you get acclimated to it, you know, you can stick to it. You know, but it was just. I'll do it to lose some weight, but I've, I've found I need to do something along the lines of carb cycling so I can work out because workouts are kind of hard. When yeah. You're doing super low carb. When you're doing like under 50 grams of carbs a day, it's very hard to get in the gym and work out for an hour. Um, from what I've found, that, that's kind of what, what hinders me. I, yeah. gave Garrett, I gave Garrett a goal. I said, if you get under my weight, you can have my top <laughs> my top horse, Cora. <laughs> And so he's, yeah. he's, he's been working out and I'm like, 
but I didn't say you have to get under my weight now. Like if I see you getting close to my weight, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna start cutting weight. Yeah, little bastard. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're down there, you know, close to 155, I mean, you're you're. It's always good to have an older brother to look up to and uh, <laughs> aspire to be. Exactly, um, like but, his bigger brother. Huh? But did Garrett? Did you always know you'd be the first one engaged, or like growing um, up? Did you I, just know that you? Were I just... think after a certain point, yes. <laughs> I, not throwing shade at Braxton. Not, th- not doing that. But just, I mean, Braxton had a serious girlfriend in high school, and then that was kind of it. You know, and all the relationships I've, I've ever really had have been got to focus on polo cross. <laughs> that's right man. scoring goals right. and no no no, no i'll leave no, that no, no. i'll leave that this next <laughs> point. Goal. Yeah. um yeah. but yeah i i never really was the one to uh just casually date you know quickly and move along to somebody else um so i, I think kind of after high school i kind of knew that i'll probably be engaged so do you then. do you feel like um in your travels i mean this happened to me it happens to the best of us you you're in another country you just crush on somebody did you find yourself doing that even if it never really went anywhere you didn't even try anything did that ever happen um i mean besides your besides the one that you're married yeah because that definitely was a crush on i mean nothing happened at the time you know it developed it developed later on you know um but no, I definitely that was a crush in uh, Nui River, South Africa. But other than that, no, I never really crush on anybody. Um, I mean, it happens. On, it does happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're there for a certain amount of time. It's not like, yep. you know, yeah, oh, my plane's here. Got to go. You know. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> so if you meet friends. So, yeah. um, so since 2015, I mean, Braxton's been in a few high goals. Uh, Garrett, you've been back to South South Africa, right? Uh, yeah, World Cup 2015 and then the uh, quadrangular 2017. Yeah. Okay, so you got a lot. Of, okay, so you had a lot even after the World Cup. Um, so Yeah, I was barely <laughs> able to do the quadrangular. I mean, I, I flew out. I think the, they were already there a week. The so second there, by the way. Yeah, we did pretty good there. Um, I was really pleased with that because I finally got to get some quality time on the field in um, South Africa. And, you know, I was, and that was my first time really, I mean, before that I was playing a, a crap load of one. I got I a funny a th- story. I played a number three the whole time at the quadrangular and I was really pleased. I had, I had a, a really, one really nice course um, to play and it was, it was a blast. Um, it was probably my favorite tour, not just because I met my fiance there, but it was probably my, my uh, favorite tour I've, I've gotten to do. Yeah. Rax, you got a story? Yeah. So, leading on so in that 20 was it 2017 the quad yes yeah it was like june and and you you arrived late if i remember correctly i think you were already there i think it was the thursday or like was it the thursday before the friday games that's when i got there yeah Yeah. so he he literally flies in someone brings him oh shit sorry yes (laughs) brings him to the fields he's wearing khaki pants still (laughs) and he literally those boots on we're in the middle of our practice and so we have like an hour to ride these horses no i had blue jeans on uh did you when this happened that you're about to say okay yeah, yeah. I had blue jeans on. okay yeah yeah he, he ran and changed the blue jeans in the end but anyway so hops he gets on, on hops on real quick we have like 
25 minutes left of our practice the, the before practice, we had yeah. to get off. I and just showed up from there. He just showed up. He's jet lagged, oh tired, you know. Yeah. And he gets on, goes to the back, gets a pickup, passes it, comes back to the lineup, and he's like, I've ripped my pants. <laughs> and, and it was and, and when he says rip, it wasn't like a little bitty like a like and I, you could I barely go, it. it was a I go, hellacious. I go, it's okay, you got underwear on. But <laughs> I don't think he had underwear on. Oh jeez, that's a, and so yeah. so he had his, he had a ride with his ass in his saddle for the rest of that chucka. Oh man, that that really chapped <laughs> your ass. And he got off and swapped back to his khakis. If I, if I no, so I'll, you don't remember the, the last bit of the story, and I'll tell this. This is a shout out to uh, Stephen Shuttles. Yeah, but um, it was so big where I knew if I dismount, it's not gonna be unseeable. You know. Yeah. Um, Steps out. You know, so. Braxton's busy doing something. If he wasn't busy, you know, I'd say, hey, bro, grab my bag, grab my pants, run over here real quick, and I'll change. You know, no big deal. But he was busy doing something. I'm like, shit, who can I ask? Dory wasn't around. <laughs> you know, I would ask Dory second. And then all of a sudden, mommy shuttles. You know, I said, Stephanie, you're the only one I got. Please. Help I me. I got a huge rip in my pants. And she actually <laughs> grabbed my pants, held my horse for me. And there was like a little bitty, uh, it was like a little shed or something. I was able to actually go to, which was tiny, and you know it, it was just it was hilarious. But yeah, yeah. Stephanie helped me out. Well, well, I got I got to tell you why Stephanie knows how to handle this because <laughs> Robbie, <laughs> Rob, Robbie and Billy grew up not wearing underwear. I believe it. Yeah. And uh, Billy recently, because he's getting older, finally I think he's finally wearing it. But um, <laughs> so Steph- Stephanie understands your plight, and then. Robbie was playing in a game. This is he's famous for this over here. Um, uh huh. And he he swung and it came. He shit himself. <laughs> and yeah, I heard that. Yeah. And Heather had to like go home. He had she had to change his pants. His whites um, weren't white anymore. Yeah, we were watching the video. Uh, he he says he can watch the video and show you exactly when it happened. So I I understand why you know Stephanie had that that skill set. Um, oh, she stepped in, man. <laughs> she stepped up for sure um let's yeah let's keep going it looks like we're getting Whoa. zoom bombed here uh-oh who, who, who's who's joining right now what is this uh-oh what this is a twin Brian? podcast yeah what's going <laughs> on here surprise what's up, what's up? <laughs> bombarded You're not allowed to do that how did you get in here ryan ryan must have coordinated Hack the server. Oh, uh, so we've got yeah, we got Briar on here and Sophia, and uh, what? Sorry, yeah, yeah. We we were, it was going so well. I'm sorry, guys. It really was. <laughs> um, All right, we got to keep it PG now. Bye, ladies. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Jared, if you leave, I'll tell all your embarrassing secrets. No, 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 no. no, no, no. We keep those locked away. Um. Garrett uh, did say 2017 was his favorite international tour. And I wonder why. I wonder why. Yeah. Huh. So, but it didn't happen immediately. Like there was immediately. No, yeah. I don't think it did. No, it did not. No, it, it definitely was just like a meet. And then, you know, we obviously, I mean, you meet people. And then before you know it, a week later, you're like, oh, look who I have a friend request from. You know, so. <laughs> that kinda, it kinda, took a week. 
No, but you, you know what I'm saying. I know. Go, I'm, you know, I'm just go kidding. to country and just get kidding. a better fest or yeah. something. Um, <laughs> and then we ended up getting in touch later on. Are you talking yeah. about when you were cuddling Steph Harris? Oh. oh. No. You, you got uh, that you got that friend request that night. I can cut anything out that you want. So okay. just okay. So, yeah. If it gets too if Bri gets a little too over the line. <laughs> Well, she wasn't even supposed to be in here, so. Oh, true. Yeah, no, well, that's fine. Kind of ruined the, the best podcast of Ryan's life. Yeah. Well, and now you don't trust I me. So like you want to the second one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The trust uh, is gone. It's trust definitely is gone. no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> did you prepare some questions, ladies? Oh my goodness! Oh, oh. This was definitely arranged. Yeah, that, that sounds a little set up. Looks like Ryan gave them questions to ask. We don't really have any questions. No. Okay. We just have some, some embarrassing stories. Uh, oh, great. A serum. Let's throw it back to 2017 when Garrett arrived at the quads and hopped on a horse. Oh, we, we've already said that. We just, we yeah. just, we literally just talked, talked about, about that one. Yeah. Next, um, sto- next story. Yeah. That's so a good one. That was a good mm-hmm. one, though. Braxton, tell your I don't know what year it was, but was the no, horse Braxton, name? It was a Braxton, horse named Chocolate. Yes. Um, I, uh, don't recall. Don't recall what y'all two are talking about. Tell the story. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I hate hot chocolate to this day now. Oh. <laughs> so, at the 2017, I think it was 2017 high goal. Um. I get called up to umpire and I wasn't aware. So I'm um, at the Shanguini fields. If you're familiar with it, there's a polo field down below. It's like, it's a decent sized little hill. And I didn't have to, the Hacklin's truck keys to drive down there to get my saddle. So I sprint down there. It's get not my close. saddle. Yeah. Run back up. Cause I have to tack up this umpire horse and Sean Gilson's waiting at the corner of the field with this horse named hot chocolate. Uh, and it's it's tacked up. I'm like, so I have my saddle for no reason. So I toss my saddle down. I get someone to take it back. But anyway, so I hop on this horse. I'm like, hey, what's this, is this horse okay to umpire? He's like, yeah, it's hot chocolate. I go, oh, oh. instantly knew this horse because Megan Wagner played. Shout out to Megan. Uh, Megan Wagner played this horse at the 2015 World Cup, and, and she loved it. Loves like, it. Like, literally, if, if she hears this now, she's probably grinning ear to ear. Mm. and she always and she loves, yeah. yeah she always is and so I, instantly i'm like okay good i got a good umpire horse because i hate umpire i can't focus on umpiring if i'm trying right. to like stay alive on this umpire horse you know and so I, he goes i go is there anything i should be worried about he goes the only thing is before you warm it up just be cautious around the wavy like around the flags he gets a little spookish around some flags but once you're warmed up he's fine i go okay sweet so I take the far side of the tee and, or the, yeah, the, not the first throw in, but the other side. So I trot over there, warming up, and someone's like, hey, you need, you need an umpire jersey. I oh, go, oh, no. okay. And so I hop off and I hand my horse to Clarie. And she's holding this horse and I step, I step away from this horse to put it on because it's kind of, it's a wavy one. Like it's kind of flappy. And, and so I'm like 15 yards away. The horse is facing me. I put it on. The I horse is facing <laughs> me. The horse is facing me. I, I put I put it on, and and I grab my helmet off the ground, and I'm walking towards this horse, and I remember, like leaning down a little bit, putting the helmet on, and as I go to buckle it, 
I'm like, I, I put my head up, go to buckle it, and I look <laughs> up, and this horse just turns, double barrel kicks me. One, oh. one, one foot hits me like in the left thigh and scrapes up and hits hits me in like the lowest lower torso like abs. Oh. The right the right foot hit me right on my rod. Oh, I'll just leave on it the knob. That. On, on the, the knob. knob. Oh, the the, t- the the twins down there untouched. I don't know how, but <laughs> I instantly, instantly hit the ground, screaming like bloody murder. I, like, oh. I, I've never experienced this much pain in my entire life. I, I thought I thought it was chopped up, you know, chopped, clean chopped, <laughs> you know. And I'm I, I'm like I remember my eyes are closed. I'm I'm just screaming, and I open my eyes, and people are like all around me. There's like 15 people, 10 people around me, and and there's a EMT guy, and he's like, he's like, <laughs> are you okay? I'm like, I'm like just screaming, and I'm like, I need to look at it. He, he goes he goes where'd you get hit? And I'm like down there he's he goes okay we're gonna take a look and and like i'm not looking at this point because i'm just picturing in my head my my wife's are red like like i'm not i can't look because i'm just i'm in so much pain and and uh, i'm just picturing my wife's just bloody. you're scared it's gone scared, yeah scared i don't want to look but i want to look because i need i need to know and so people are like all around me holding up jackets you know because like my pants are getting pulled off and as soon as soon as they get down we like we see it and i'm like oh instant relief still 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 there yeah attached no blood i'm fine you know and just i mean i wasn't too worried i mean there's improvement like a little swollen a little swollen you know? <laughs> like I'm, I'm like is it gonna stay like i'm happy you know? um so so i get i get in like i get helped off the field go to the emt tent and I didn't have to umpire, so that's a positive. Yeah. Um, it, it, any way to get out of umpiring, um, <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't suggest that way. It's pretty painful. So, so who are the hit? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think that's why Braxton keeps getting invited back to South Africa. It's they not feel bad. He's like the best player in America. They feel bad. Yeah. And, yeah. and legend has it, that horse was lame after he kicked me. <laughs> it couldn't go back on the field. Man, yeah, that's, that, that, that's what they told me. They said he's laying Talk on the equipment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm sitting. I'm sitting there watching these girls game. This girls game that I'm supposed to umpire with some ice, you know. And and the doctor's like, you need, like I'm like I gotta pee. Like, is it okay? He's like, he's like, if, if you can go, like we need to see if it's if it's red or clear, you know. And everything was good. It just hurt pretty bad and he he literally goes all right well after all all tonight's over when you're at the bar you you need to make sure it still works and i, I was like like <laughs> this, this early i'm like i don't even want to think about think about anything like that like it still so much pain you know he, he oh, tells man. me this he tells me this and I, oh uh, and, and the, I, I had, the, the doctors and yeah i had to play the very next game after this girls game because they go girls guys girls guys and and I was able to play. I just the drilling kicked in, but yeah, it was it was rough. It was a rough one. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we have the ladies here in the background. Is there anything else? Any other good stories? Because we can get back to some more serious questions. Oh, well, I um, think that's uh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I can't say too much because like. 
We still have to have a rating, you know. <laughs> ah. No, you can say whatever you want. No, I feel bad. No, no I, I, I feel bad. That's okay. Okay. Um, feel free to chime in, but I, I have some um, good pull across questions just in general. But um, you've, you've had a lot of experience with top players and you played against them in high goals, Braxton and Garrett. You've played against them a lot. Uh, a lot of South Africans, other international players. But if can you think of, so I want you to think of sort of something or someone who's the best at something or something you learned from somebody. So give me the, the thing and the and the person hmm. uh, all right uh 2015 world cup I was playing out the back against damien and and we were pretty neck and neck like he'd get one at the back i'd get one at the back i think whoever was on the left side really like beat the other one at the back um and i remember watching him warm up you know i never met this guy and knew of them and i'm like dude this guy's a machine you know they beat south africa i was like gosh like i was nervous and and i go in there i'm i prepared super like i over prepared for this world cup so like i mean i was nervous but i was i was prepared and so i was ready to play confident you know and and just playing against him neck and neck and i remember reaching out for this this offside pickup and he just whips his racket down as fast as he can, snatches it out of my rack, down his own racket, kind of. Oh, but yeah. the ball was, like, in my racket. It's like, just it's super fast, down swipe, snag, takes it from me. And I'm like, instantly, I'm like, what? <laughs> what just happened? What yeah. just happened? It was like a cobra strike. Like, it was, like, so fast. And from that day on, I've, I've learned, like – you have to be quick. Like just because the ball's there doesn't mean it's yours. Be quick. Yeah. Be fight like hell to get that ball. Be as quick as you as you can. But and once you get it, calm yourself. Like relax. And that comes down to Mikey watching Mikey as a one. I mean, he fights like hell to get the ball from his team, from the opposing team from his teammates. But once he gets it, he's calm and collected. He uses his teammates to mark mark up, get down the field, versus just running. 110 miles per hour, you know, down the field. Uh, yeah, and... I was I was playing against Gavin Cocker uh, in, in the World Cup, and he we, we were twos, and he caught in the lineup just by swinging down, like like mm-hmm. a like a down hit, but he's going for the ball, and he yeah. just gets it he's, like that. He's good at that. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. And he's so strong, like. And as an American, you can't just sit there going, "Oh, well, yeah, I, I yeah. got fouled." Yeah, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. Oh, and I and I want I do want to say that I was on a Leopards Hill team in 2012. Uh, I was on a section with Philip, uh, but the other section was Lauren. It had um, Richard Chapel, uh, but yeah. we we I got to play against uh, Ross Shan and Damian Harris, yeah. and we beat that team. So I have nice. beaten Damian. Um, <laughs> Get wrecked. Yeah, but that's the only that, that's the only time that's ever gonna happen in my life. I'm yeah. sure after that one, Ryan. I'm sure that you know I now. Yeah, he's he's a freak. Yeah, yeah, he is. So and his and his yeah. younger brother, Stefan. Shout yeah, out, Stefan. Yeah. yeah. What impresses you about him besides his physique? Uh, his I shortness. say physique. No, his, his shortness. 
<laughs> no, it's one guy I'm taller than, so I can I can call him out on that. How much you know? taller are you? <laughs> one guy that I'm taller than. Oh. I'm taller than. It doesn't matter about how much taller. Right, well, taller so. Taller's taller. I'm like six, I'm like a giant. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, so yeah, any other players and and things that you you either admire how they play, a thing that they do, something you learn. Watching Yanni as a three out the back, like or in any position, how he rides his horses. I mean, he's such yeah. a good rider, and and you can only be as good of a player as you are a rider. Like he, if he's not on the best horse, like he still gets that horse in position. And to this day, I don't know how. Like like how did he make that horse do that? I'm like, I know that horse. You yeah. know, I've been on that horse. Yeah, he can get a lot out of horses. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, um really have noticed, especially, and this just comes from, you know, seeing him play as a quadrangular person in uh, the World Cup 2015, and also just a, a lot of film that I've watched of Yanni. He, um, he's probably, in my opinion, he's probably the best in the world at either whether it's a goal or a pass, he can block or get a piece of it and get it down. And yeah, that's huge. You know, as a three, if you're in the area, get it down or block a pass, which is extremely hard to do, but it, I think he does it more so than anyone else. Um, and he does, it, it's, it, he, he's not doing what most people do. And it's a very aggressive thing that, every, that everyone does. And I do it. Everyone, most people do it. And that is when a pass comes or a goal comes, they just swipe like they're swinging at someone's racket. Yeah. You know? swipe towards but if it, you yeah. watch them and, and I've done a lot of replays with him and his racket and, He's not even swiping. He just has it up and he's moving it left or right, you know, to block it. And his reaction time with with how, just how quick he is, and that has to that has to do with something that makes him the best. But that's just something that I don't see anyone else doing as much. He does yeah. it more than anyone. Yeah. So his racket's just yeah, it's a lot more active than most people. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, that's great. Uh, Quick I mean, story he on. Gets, Go ahead. Get some brownie points back. Two of, two things that I've noticed about Garrett and Braxton. These are just like my highlights of watching them. Number one, Garrett playing at Grand Bay against you, Murphy, on his dad's horse. Oh, Venus! Like, yeah. That is the best I have ever seen him play. Well, Venus makes it easy. Like, yeah, completely well, calm, slow. Yeah, I, I had the horse. Yeah. Yeah. And then Braxton, when Braxton snaps on in the line out and then there's three players around him and he Oof. starts whipping his racket around like he literally looks like a little Yanni. And you're like, he's not going <laughs> to A little Yanni. I uh, literally like, watched them. How did you get yeah. out of that? Literally watched film and played against them of Yanni and Graham. Graham is very good at it too. Yeah. Graham is very good. Like when people are attacking your racket, they're so calm and co- collected. It looks like they're not it looks like they're in slow motion when everyone else's rackets are going 100 miles per hour trying to hit, you know. And if you can just watch, position your horse correctly, move your horse around, you know, move your racket back and forth, just be calm and collected, and then get out once you know your horse is ready to bolt out. I remember, uh, yeah, that same tournament. Um, I think it was Robbie, Gordon, and Aubrey were just like. Literally swarming me like bees, yeah. And and I'm like, 
I'm just pulling out my inner Yanni, my inner Graham. You know, <laughs> just be calm, just evade, boom, boom, then get out. And it was like a it's like a 20 second volley of them just like pelting me. I think I got like three bruises from rackets, a few down hits. Would, yeah. would you would you say that you've patented certain um, eye movements, head fakes, or or did you learn that from somebody? Uh, I, I, no one's I ever done that. No about. one's ever done that against me. But I, I remember the play you're talking about, like. So the we've done that, it against our dad. Play that Ryan's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like so, it's Ryan's playing a three against me, and I'm coming to the area, and he's playing in between me and the ball carrier, and and he's he's watching my eyes, watching my racket, and I literally look hard right to catch a pass, but I know it's not coming there. And Ryan <laughs> instantly checks and tries to go that way, and then I bolt I bolt left to get a pass to go to the goal. Like I dummied him so hard, and he's like, "Nice dummy." <laughs> and I and I went to try it again later, but it didn't work. It only works once. Well, and and uh, I, I I'm glad I like these examples, even though I, I'm the butt of them. But <laughs> what, what, what you really need to realize, though, is I was on a I was on a tremendous horse, DD of uh, of the barbers. Mm-hmm. So I, I was not. I mean, I was on a tremendous horse, and you both had figured out ways to get around that and yeah. be smart and be calm. And, uh, and I think that's why you're one of the reasons that you're so accelerated here in the United States is you've had so many experiences that, um, you know, nothing shocks you, nothing's new to you, you've seen it all, and you've actually seen stuff from the top players uh, that we've probably never seen here. Yeah. Um, so, but you, you're analytical, you learn these things, you try them. Um, but you're calm, cool, and collected. That was really nice of you to say, Brian. That was, I mean, yeah, that's a. Um, and I'll, and I'll, I'll give our, our dad a compliment on this. You said, I think you said the word analytical, but you know, this is, you know, I, I talk to juniors or people that are up and coming, and just the way there's a million ways, you know, to approach the game, you know, but and this again, shout out to our dad. It stems from him, but. You know, and I first saw it when we were like in C grade, and I'm like, we just want to go play ball across, you know. But he's out there, you know. Let's say for it's a three man team, and we go on second, and there's a team playing before us. He's already he's field side watching how the umpires are throwing in. Is it going out the back? Are they throwing it low and it's getting knocked down? It's really tiny little details like that that you can actually pick up on before you even play. Yeah. You know, or not even just that, but you could even take it a step further and take it into the game and try to set and this is what we also got this for that and i don't think anyone i talked to a lot of people i don't think a lot of people do this i'm sure there's people out there that do it but he's told me he's done this and i've seen him do it as a three and i try to get into the game as much as sam braxton also does it very well too but you you try to set little traps for people while you're playing against them so for example if i'm a three and you have the ball in the area. I know you're more than likely to score. So I might know, okay, I'm on Venus. You're on this horse. I know you can't just gas around me and get to the goal, you know, but there might be a little turn you do in the area and it's your go-to move. And I might know it's your go-to move because you've done it to me already once or twice. And for example, if it's the first Chukka, you might actually pull your horse up, but act like you're going hard at him and make it look like you are hundred percent trying, but you know, you're more than likely going to get scored on because then that right there is a trap. Let's say if you're going around the corner 
and you bait them in to come in the corner and you turn back the other way, but you know your horse can outspin them, you might pull up on purpose just to make them think later on that's a go-to move that they can do. And let's say it's in the very last bit of the chuck-up, very end, and it's the tie, or you're up by one, and they've got the ball in there, and you're like, I have to shut them down. They go to try to go to that go-to move, and you just shut them down right there. It's little stuff like that that it's very hard to do stuff like that, but if you can do it with your horse, you know, whether it's making them think they can take a bounce on their rack side going into the area. Because like the, their horse is a bigger jump. Right, or whatever. Then, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff you can play depending on the horse Yeah, that a lot of people don't even try to think about. They just play. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much going on uh, if you're smart about it. I mean, the, and also, I, go ahead, Braxton. Um, a shout out to James Hackland, real quick. Uh, so preparing for this last World Cup, I've I, I've been there for several like every year. I would go there and play with the Hacklands and practice with them. And he's drilled in my head: do not go in the areas of one with someone on your stick side. And and I feel like I've done pretty pretty well here in the past that like I, I don't take people on my racket side I don't, and and yeah you can lob it left if someone's on your racket side and get that bounce but there's room for error there you might the ball might bounce weird or something might happen your horse might not turn into it the horse might act up and if you miss one of those I mean you you mess up you know you're you're letting your team down you should be, if you get the ball, you should score every time as a one, right? And and but going back to Grand Bay, you were not letting me go on the right side, so I had to push left. And playing against the lefty wasn't ready for it, and you just drilled my racket. And I didn't let that happen again, but I was like, that's I messed up. I'm like Ryan took the ball off me once, I think maybe even twice or three times, but. If you get the it ball, was several. If, a, it was if a three yeah. gets the ball off of a, of a one once yeah. in a game, that three has done its job. Right. And and Joy Poole used to always say it's like basketball where uh, one team goes down and scores, the other team goes down and scores, the next team goes down and misses, and then you score, and then the, the score, like, shifts by yeah. two. Like, yeah. Right. Um, it's, and, two, it's a two-point swing, not just one. So that's where yeah. James is drilled in my head, and I've – I've been trying to tell people here, like I see people take people on racket side. I'm like, yeah, it worked out that time. Yeah, but you can't rely on that. Just check your horse, turn back around, use your teammates, get in that in the area, and with an effortless effortless bounce. You know, right. once you're in there, you know you could spend one second to score a goal, or ten seconds, or thirty seconds, or a minute. You know, but right. if you mess up going over that line. That's the three's goal, like, is to mess up that bounce. Right. And if they don't, they know it's a lot slimmer for them to get the ball off you. Yeah. You know, and that's just a quick shout-out to the Hacklins. Gene, as well, is very good at, at that move. Yeah, and that's something, you know, just adding to that, you know, bounces across the line or pressure over the line. I think I've, South Africa and Australia – I think they're the two best teams at this. But if I'm in the midfield, it happens in the midfield. And if somebody gets the ball, obviously you want to try and double team. But if it happens at the opposite end of the field, you get double teamed. It's an easy, quick pass upfield, and then you can take it down uncontested. You know, yeah. um, I think South Africa and Australia are probably the best at 
making sure they pressure at the line. Funneling you know, to the corners. Fun, funnel them to the corners and just demolish them at the line. You know, yeah, if you can at the tees or the midfield, you know, or back on the other side of the field, sometimes it can work out. But from what I've seen more times than not, Lone Star is also really good at this, is you might get a quick, nice little double team at the other, other end of the field, but if their team made is open, they can pass off upfield. You know, even if it's a, so even fast. if the pass isn't on point, like if it's out in the front can, somewhere, yeah, they can the get in and just open. run down when they're by themselves yeah. at that point. They can make an easy pass. Well, let, let me ask you this. Um, I think that um, in in your in your brains, in your advanced brains, um, if with polo cross at least, I I know that you you go into bathrooms and punch each other in the face or something I, i've heard stories garrett but but but, this, but would, would you that, that's caveman brain there that's yeah. a caveman brain okay. no but would you say that your polo cross blueprint is pretty much set and then you work off of that i mean do you feel like uh i feel like people make the game more complex or they're not thinking about it enough so they just kind of go with the flow and they become someone else's game someone else's blueprint um, but you know, we've been transitioning as a country into this African style for a long time. Uh, do you feel like you, your blueprint is solid or you feel like you, ha- you still have a lot of, th- of parts to learn on it or you just need to do better? I think, there's, at- uh, I think it's always evolving. I mean, yeah, it's always room for improvement. It's never, yeah, there's always, I mean, yeah, exactly. There's always room for improvement, but, um, for example, one thing I'm just now finally getting worked into my game. And my first time actually really doing it consistently throughout a full tournament was actually in Grand Bay when I was on Venus. I actually finally got to play in skew. Was not playing all out a thousand percent full across as fast as you can. Yeah. You know, yeah. Once you like, you can be a crackhead to get the ball, but once you get it, you know you, you can be chill. You know, you, if your players are on good horses and they can take somebody, you know, you can just make left right turns. You know, you don't have to. It's not a horse race after you get the ball. Yeah. That's that's something I'm trying to incorporate in my game in terms um, of you don't have to go all out. A a big I saw I noticed a big improvement in my game after the twenty seven or t- twenty seventeen quadrangular Graham McClarty shout out to Graham uh gave us like this little meeting and he had a, a whiteboard and was drawing out the field and everything and was explaining to to us like one's job they have to be on the right line to their players like if a one is running directly to the goal and their three is running directly to the other tee like that isn't a good line like for that that three is not gonna be able to make that pass like the one dictates the play before the the players even get the ball or whoever the the person getting the pass is like if that if that person upfield isn't running a good line to where like say the three is running towards the cone the back right or the the right 30 of the cone but the the one is running to the left cone like that's two different lines like parallel lines you gotta you gotta be upfield running that same line same direction same direction and to to get these good passes you know it's hard to make a pass if your one is running directly the opposite direction of you like it's easier you, if you make a little mistake to your pass, the one can check, sprint up, go left, go right. 
he has more room for error to 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 fix that pass, you know. And right. it's not just the passers. Like if it's a bad pass, like everyone's like, oh, it's a bad pass. But like half the time, it, it's the person getting the pass. He's not in the right position for that pass. Yeah. And, the way- yeah, the way Joy Poole explained it was the unpressured player to the pressured player. So if you're unpressured, you should be going towards the ball carry, making it easier for them. You shouldn't be, you know, running, running away. away or making yeah. it difficult. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's really good insight. And 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 listening listening to him like explain all that to us, it didn't really click until until I started playing, like the next game I played, and I see my three going at the back, get the ball, and I'm I'm running to my area. And I'm like, wait, no, 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 I, I shouldn't be doing that. Like, he can't make that pass. And so I instantly checked and went towards him and then ran a little towards my area. I, did, I wasn't running directly at him, but I came back to him to get closer to run a better line with him. And then, boom, pass came in, caught it, bounce, shoot, score. Yeah. How, how, long, how far away are – I mean, I can't – I don't want to speak for the rest of the, of the World Cup development players, but how far away are you guys from – like a bunch of Panthers out of the lineup. I mean, I, I would, if I'm a three and if I get it and if it sets up for that, I, I, I want to send it, but nine, like eight times out of 10, the one isn't in a right position running for that pass, you know, and it's, yeah. uh, it's up to them. Like they didn't go at the front quick enough. They're not ready to run into that pass or they, they ran into the collision, like the middle of the play where there's players too close in between. I don't want to send it 20 yards past them, but right. I mean, it, I does mean, any other country call it a Panther? Well, we should probably explain what that is, but yeah. yeah. yeah what is it? What is it? It's just the, it's just the backwards pass out of the lineup. You, if you're, if you're streaming the high goals this morning or whatever time it is, whoever's listening, um, like there were several Panthers thrown. Like it's just a backwards pass. It's like under the arm, like under your armpit back to, yeah. Your, towards your one who should be out there waiting, you know, floating. So, yeah. I forgot okay. who so started just for that. Everyone else yeah. is not a big, massive cat. That you're <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but no, you're no, Rex is right. It definitely has to be, it has to be set up in the right way. You know, and it's, it's again, hard. You don't just want to throw the ball to the other team. No. You know, it's, it's definitely, you have to be and, confident in your passes. You know, obviously Yanni is one of the best at it. I mean, seen. it's it's I mean, it's an easy pass to master once if you practice it enough. But it's not just up to the passer; it's up to the person yeah, receiving true. the pass. Like they have to be, like you have to have confidence in them that they're going to be running out the front in the position. Yeah. So I have another question, and we'll, we'll wrap it up soon because we could talk all all day. Oh all yeah. Uh, yeah. But but what? Okay. So what is the plan pull across for you? that is like the most orgasmic. I will use that word. Um, like, <laughs> like, like when this happens in a game, you're like, I'm on top of the world. Oh, if I block oh, a three, I, if I block yeah. a one shot, if I block any shot, it's, or if, I, if you catch it, if you catch oh, a shot on goal, catch so that's catch it, come out, boom. It's like, it's like, I've just it, dethroned yeah. you. Like you're nothing. Yeah. You just got, <laughs> yeah. Like, are you even a one? Yeah, you're a nobody. Yeah, who are you? And then, yeah. and then you just go down, give it to your one. They score. You come back to the lineup. Like, yeah. And so, like I agree that, with that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Either probably that or probably mine would be 
and it's position related. You know, if I'm a three and um, number one goal for a one, in my opinion, is to try to drop out the front every single time. You know, have have confidence that your two and three will get it if you don't. And if they can drop out the front, my one of my just favorite all time favorite things. It's just it's so nice and it just feels so good when it works out. But the three smokes the other three out the back. Oh yeah, pick it up. You're already arced in the correct lead going toward your goal scoring area, and you look up, and your one is right there. Right yeah. You know, like, there's no fr- more frustrating feeling than you work your ass off. You get out the back, you smoke the three, you make the pickup, and you look up, and your one is 40 yards behind you. Yeah. You, you know, I, I pull up, or if you can't, you got to lob it in. Yeah. And then before you know it, you got Yanni on one <laughs> side, Travis Tim on your right side. And because you got to check up and wait for your one, you know, if you yeah. could just make the pickup, look up, pass it, goal, there's no better feeling for number out yeah. the back in blocking goals out the back pickups beating the threes and snapping at the front one as one one yeah there's some cool stuff as a one but i mean as a one you just got one job and that's with slings and goals you know yeah um and if you, know, you don't you're, get you're, two you're, or three you're, you're your expect, ball. yeah you're expecting to do that so. yeah so uh brian you like to make people squeal but uh what, what makes you <laughs> what gets you really excited on the field um, just I guess getting to play paper that horses. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, there's a special connection. Else. Shout out to Gordon Shaw. Shout out to Gordon he, Shaw. He loved him. He loves paper as well. That horse. Who doesn't love paper? Like when I played against you in Texas, if you see a player, you being the three, my job was to take you out, and Pepper gets up next to you. There's not much you can do. That horse is just. A complete beast. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I'll have nightmares tonight. Thank you. <laughs> Flashbacks. <laughs> but another thing I um I just want to say before we wrap this up is Ryan, you've you've played against Braxton and Garrett together, obviously. I think one of my favorite things in American Podocross is watching Garrett and Braxton play against each other. Because I mean, both of them are very good Pentecost players, but when I they hate it. Together, do it doesn't too, matter who their team is. I, f- I feel like I'm fighting the world. Like it's I always like, this grudge match, man. We know all each other's tricks. I feel like my life is on the line. Like if I they lose this match, I'm done. I'm done. They Dethroned. play amazingly <laughs> against each other, whether it's at practice, at tournaments, and I'm just uh, yeah. I just like want to stop and watch. I want like I want to get off the field and be like. Can't we just leave them to do their own thing? I, I do have yeah. to say this last tournament we played against each other at the front was my first ever tournament to outcatch you. Whoa. Like against it, each other. It, it really was. He, he's my really kryptonite. Was. Like he just he just he just, just beats me at the front, just catches more than me. I, it might be the the two inch reach he has on me. I don't know. I don't want to like give excuses. <laughs> you know but, it's about two inches. But I I do have to say you're I only had, paternal twins. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this, no. Uh, this last tournament, I remember getting several at the front and you just were like, how? Literally, yep. I'm, I'm driving around the front. I just hear him like in the background. How? Yeah. No, it was you're right. I think that was the first time that you yeah, it was. But um I feel like I, I, I gotta was, tell go ahead. I said I feel like y'all was bring out like the best in each other. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, like yeah. younger players you know they play with a better player they have a few good moments but i feel like 
since y'all two are already up there, like, you know, there's not much competition. I mean, there's very good competition, but, like, y'all two against each other just bring out, like, a whole new side of you that – Well, we're very competitive well, against each no, other. Well, no, and that's what it boils down to is competition, and that's what I love about polar crossing is the competition. Yeah. You know, I, I, when I think about us bringing out the best in each other, it's – you know, we, we were competitive to make the World Cup team. And then, you know, I went off to flight school, did that, got my first job. And I, I'd come home and visit. And, you know, Braxton's out here riding several horses every day. And, you know, I see how the skill gap is was slowly, slowly getting higher and higher. And he's kind of taking off without me. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to do stuff, you know. So I start to pick my game up. And he sees me starting to pick my game up and try to match his, and so it's all it's, it's been this constant struggle of yeah you know he'll get a little bit better and then I fight like hell to try to catch up and then we finally get to play against each other and we can test it out. It's all it always brings up the best, but um, yeah, I gotta tell this I gotta tell this last story if I can. <laughs> um, it's this uh, shout out to Evan Valley. This is probably my probably one of my it, it's my favorite. It is um, because you bring it up every it bring, you bring it up every, every time chance I, I get. Polar cross. I haven't every heard it. Have I heard every it? chance I, I get? I don't think you've heard it. Every chance I get, I'll, I'll, I'll tell a story. But it's my favorite stateside um, polar cross tournament, and I was living in North Carolina at the time, and I um, the horse I was I was going to be playing on um, was owned by the Watsons, it, and it, it played some, but I think it had only played like one A grade before this. Um, and it wasn't as handy as our main horses. So I schooled it up as much as I can before the tournament and hadn't played in a long time. So, you know, greenish horse, you know, not a seasoned out horse by no means, but it was a good horse. And Evan Valley, he's on my team playing on the back. And uh, shout out to Haley Stroh. She was uh, playing the number two between Braxton and Raul on their side. Braxton and Raul were on the team together. Evan's on a horse that isn't so good, but is handy, just not seasoned, which does play a huge, huge, uh, it, it, it's something to factor in. Braxton's on a seasoned horse, I believe it's Maddie. And yeah. Raul was on special. Nah, I can't remember. He was either on special or one of their other um, really good horses. Oh, no, it might have been Tilly. Tilly was a seasoned horse. Yeah, I think horse it was Tilly. And, um, on paper, it was close, you know, in terms of ratings. I had Braxton and Raul's team beating us, mostly because of horse flesh. You know, they had us a little outhorsed. Um, and after our first couple games, I wasn't feeling the confidence that I needed going into our finals game against them. And anyway, we get into the match, we're playing, and it's a close game. You know, I, I'm just happy we're in it. And, you know, our horses are tired. They're trying hard. You know, and this this particular tournament had rained a bunch. It was a lot like 505, but it wasn't slick at all. And we're, we're playing, and then it's a super close game. I believe we're, we were up by, like, one goal where we were – no, we were tied. Yeah, we were tied. There was, like, a minute and, like, 10 seconds left. And uh, um, also shout-out to Kate Lars. She was playing the number two between Evan and – and Braxton gets the ball, and I'm like, oh, she, here goes the, here goes the game, you know. 
Yeah. So Kate comes up and just swing. Boom. Probably the hardest swing I've ever seen Kate bar swing in her life. Headshot. Headshot. Oh. Right. And I'm like, and I'm pretty sure I cussed pretty loud. You I did. And, <laughs> and Evan. I, I can't repeat it. And Evan, I'm, you know Evan's going to say something, right? And Kate's down. And I see her just staring down at her horse's withers like, damn, I just cost the game. And um, so, and that was the, that was the tie of the game. So, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, crap, this is it. You know, like Braxton's going to catch it. 30 seconds. Score. I could tell Kate was down in the dumps. And as we're going back to the next lineup, I was, Kate saw me about to say something to her. And she was like, I know, Garrett. And I wasn't going to jump on her. I was saying, just make up for it. That's all I said to her was just make up for it. The next line out, she catches I jump it. out the front. I jump out the front. And it should. It was such a lucky play because the field was in such a disarray. Um, she catches it. I jump out the front. She passes it to me. I don't know why we didn't get past over 30. That was a big mistake. Anyway, I end up somehow getting a great bounce. I catch it. I score. Take the, the lead dub. for the dub. But I've been cantering, sprinting back to every lineup because, you know, it's a final game. You want to get ball in the lineup. You know, so I'm coming back lineup fast. After this shot, I knew there was enough time for at least one more goal. Right. I knew it. And so I turned my horse around and I'm doing the slowest jog I could possibly do. <laughs> which is yeah. like kind of it's kind of an unreasonable look all across. You don't really play that way, but you know, I'm playing against my swing. I got so yeah. and I knew I was gonna heard, catch it. I knew he was gonna catch it. So on the way back, I'm trotting. There's like 30 seconds left. There's plenty of time, and I'm just jogging slow. And <laughs> the only person I hear on the sidelines is Paul Johnson. And it's the loudest laugh I've ever heard anyone laugh still to this day. Because I'm sure he knew we, on paper we or with the horses we were on, we probably sit with one. And yeah. we just got so lucky it just happened. But anyway, huge shout out to Kate and Evan. That's a drink team. Um, would love to play with y'all again against Braxton and Mel. Yeah, you, you'll get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great story. Um, so I appreciate you. You know, coming on the podcast. I don't know how Brian and Sophia got here, but they're such a pleasure. Just joined in, like what? Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, we had all the login yeah. and stuff, so. Huh? Where do you get it? I wonder where. Hmm? I got it off Garrett's computer. Uh-huh. What? I got it from Brian. Uh huh. <laughs> Are you serious? No, no, no. Ryan, oh, look, at, look at that oh, face. Okay. Ryan, I protect, I protect the brand. Um, <laughs> no, so yeah, we do. We do some shady stuff around here, but that's all right. Um, no, that's fun. That's fun. The show, show went on. Um, they were a pleasure, and we had a ton of nuggets afterwards. They didn't ruin the show, which was nice. That's true. Um, but um, no, thanks a lot. Um, I, yeah. All I mean, <laughs> my motivation now. I mean, I just see you two as the standard of of U.S. Polo Cross. I'm not just saying that. I believe that. And thank you. My my objective in life is to just be relevant enough to be up there challenging, challenging you in some way, as long as I can hang on. Um, so I'm glad that you, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm always happy to have someone above me. Um, Cause you know, it gives me something to strive for and keeps something my, to chase, right? Yeah. It keeps my humility. Um, well, I'm chasing Braxton. I don't know who, who Braxton's chasing. After, he's, he's, chasing he's, uh, he's chasing Ryan. <laughs> which ryan i don't know not me um all the ryans combined <laughs> all the ryans yeah so uh yeah thanks for your insight i mean i think we got so many great nuggets 
it was, it was a ton of fun. We'll definitely do it again. Um, but uh, yeah, you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, ladies. I want to give a quick shout. One last, one more shout out. Do it, to, uh, Scott Keo. Um, we, we were we oh, had a dude, conversation about out. how about how many horses we have and training we do. We been to several of, of his clinics and watched. We have a bunch of his DVDs. Highly, highly recommend if you can if you can master his the training that he does on his horses. It's it's very very good for your horses. Like my, my main horse Cora is strictly trained off of off of his his clinics and videos and and she's doing pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Scott. We need to um get more people and hopefully this year if I think they have a little more travel restrictions right now but hopefully we can get him to come back over get enough people. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've already invited him to try to come to the saucy sale and do a a, a clinic, but it depends on the restrictions. So yeah, he would definitely need him back. He's a he. I I when I was on a break, that's when he was around, so I never met him personally, but I enjoyed the podcast and I yeah, he's huge. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, Also, quick quick shout out to um, Houston out in Texas, the Lone Star Crew, and. uh, Big shout out to our mom and dad and, um, you know, just our family in general. This is a family sport. Um, yeah. You know, talking about getting ready for the World Cup and stuff. We definitely, you know, it, it would have been a, a very big challenge for us. Um, yeah, without our parents. Com- competitively to, to do all that without help from our parents and our, our you know, Braxton, our older our older brother. You know, um, it, it it does take a village and just huge shout out to all of them. Oh, that's awesome. Well, all cheer. Right. If you have any drinking I'm something, at, I'm cheers. out. That's cheers, all right. though. All right. Cheers. Have a good night. All right. Later on. Have later, a good bro. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. I truly enjoyed the time I shared with these wonderful people. There's a lot of education to gain from this episode. And I want to say cheers to them for being so open and honest about their feelings and about sharing that wealth of knowledge. Cheers to them. Are you a Pull Across related business? Chucka Talk has a truly global audience. To learn more about advertising here, email me at ryan at pullacrossmadesimple.com. Space is limited. Here on Chucka Talk, we appreciate your feedback. Have you enjoyed the show? Do you have questions or comments? Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. For a chance to be featured on the show, leave a voicemail by finding the Send Voicemail Sidebar button on pullacrossmadesimple.com. For more Pull Across coaching, go to pullacrossmadesimple.com. You'll find ebooks on how to become a great player and even on how to become a great coach. Find me on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, have a good one.